0: April, and Tony and I are here again this week um, to give you some Veronica, and of course the the little pet update at the beginning. I can say that everyone is doing really well. Um, Guinness, my almost 19-year-old Miracle, is still kicking. Um, he, He has his fragile moments, but he eats, he drinks, he goes out in the yard, he tells the cats off every day. So I figure as long as he's having fun like that, we're going to keep it going. Um, the vet, the regular vet says that he's a miracle as far as he's concerned. And he said it's due to your diligence and laser focus, April, that he's still here. And I said, well, yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. So, But I wanted to share with you guys today, um, you know, the world isn't a mess. And there's so much negativity everywhere, and I wanted to share something really positive with all of you today. Now, as you know, I told you guys I've got sulcata tortoises here on the property, and they're a handful, the big ones especially. Um, I'm having built a very secure thing because I'm really sick of chasing them around and trying to, get, you know, coax them back home because they, they break out. They're like. 150, 200 pound tortoises that ram things. So I'm having cinder block cage built so that they can't get out. So I can eliminate that stress out of my life. But the positive thing I wanted to share with you guys is that yesterday, um, it's springtime, and of course it's the season of laying eggs for the tortoises. And they lay eggs. And they lay them into the ground. Now, because California has really weird soil, if you want those eggs to germinate and grow into little tortoises, you got to take them out and put them in an incubator. Yesterday morning, I came out, and one of the smallest of the tortoises were laying eggs. I mean, it was, it was like over, and it was dug, and it turned around, and I said, oh, my goodness. So I sat there because I thought, I'm going to watch, and I'm going to get these eggs, and I'm going to put them in an incubator. 17 eggs. I could not believe it. I was out there for like two hours thinking, oh, this is going to be quick. Two eggs, boom, boom, two, three eggs. She was going to town. Now, I've done a lot of reading about Sokata tortoises, and I've found that they their shells are sensitive. So I was thought, well, what's the use of petting or caressing a tortoise because they got this hard shell? I read on the Internet that They do have sensors in there, and they can feel it when you touch them. So I've changed my attitude about the tortoises. I go out and I pet them. And when you try to touch their head, they pull it in, so you can't really do that. But I've been petting them. And a couple of them are coming over to me now for the scratchies. My mind is blown, but that's what's happening. So this poor little tortoise, and I would say she's about medium compared to the other ones. And she's laying these eggs. So I'm stroking her while she was doing it because I know she was like her first first laying of eggs. 17. So I've got them all in an incubator, and I will let you know. I think it takes a couple months. I'm not real sure. But it was a beautiful thing to watch. Um, in In a world that's all messed up, this wasn't messed up. This was a function of birth, of life, that... I deeply appreciate it. I was a little weepy watching her lay eggs because I'm thinking, okay, the world is going on. People are, you know, animals and things are still reproducing and the beauty of creation is still happening. So I don't know about the rest of you, but sometimes I kind of lose hope with what's going on in the world. But when I sat there yesterday watching this little tortoise popping out 17 eggs, I went, well, she's hopeful that someone's going to, you know, come out of this. So I hope I at least get one little baby tortoise out of it. I'm hoping. But it was a beautiful afternoon for me, and it kind of bounced me back out with the lack of hope. And now I've seen that there is hope, that the world will continue. There's creation happening, and it's so beautiful. So I just wanted to share that with all of you because you don't need to hear more bad news. I think everyone needs to start hearing good news. And this is a good news moment. Now, some may say, well, you know, this doesn't mean anything. And I said, no, the simplicity of this and the beauty of this, people should hear about. To give you all hope that creation is still happening. So I wanted to share that all with you. And I had, I had a beautiful afternoon. It was a couple hours I sat out. I had a little umbrella. I sat my little umbrella because, of course, the tortoises are in the hot sun. So I put out an umbrella, and I said, I'm going to sit here, and I'm getting these eggs. And I got them, 17 of them. Now, out of the 17, I think there were two that didn't come out very well. They had little holes in them, but I put them on in the incubator anyway because I said, you know, maybe something will happen, maybe it won't, but I'm not going to be negative. I'm going to be a positive person and put these eggs in here with the hope that all 17 hatch. So I'll keep letting you guys know what happens, but I'm hopeful about the world now because of this little tortoise so kind of tortoise that laid 17 eggs yesterday. So I wanted to share that with all of you because it is a beautiful thing. So, Tommy, how is yeah. Alex that has a the UTI? Hey, hey, Alex.
1: Alex, yes. Yeah, it was like last minute. He went out to pee and it was blood. So, of course, oh. off I went to the ER and he has a UTI, but... Um, it's been a week now, so he's recovering. We're doing okay. Um, you know, it's, I can't believe, that he went out in the morning and he was fine. But that afternoon, wow. all of a, yeah.
0: So we're all cool. doing fine here. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to yeah. hear it. I was worried. Yeah, because we didn't always. do a show last week because we, Tony was rushing to the emergency vet. And of course, this stuff always happens on a holiday weekend. You know that.
1: Always. Murphy's
0: Law says if, there, if a pet's going to get sick, it's going to be like 11 o'clock on Saturday night when there's nothing available but the emergency vet.
1: Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm, I'm very happy that that's all it was.
0: Oh, me too. Me too. Well, peeing blood is kind of a scary thing to see.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, take a deep breath and we just keep going. Cool. Yeah.
0: Cool. Okay, well, I'm going to go off and get Veronica.
1: Okay. It's your
0: turn to shuffle off the buffalo. (laughs) All
1: righty. Thank you. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show today. And as I always say, we have great questions, and we do. Um, Each week, you know, um, I learn something from all of you out there. So I encourage you to write in to innerwhispersradio.com. And that's I-N-N-E-R whispersradio.com. Are you there, Veronica?
0: Yes, we are. Good day to you.
1: Good day to you. Our first question is coming from Angela. As we evolve, is it possible to become aware of or even participate in our parallel lives?
0: Mm, No, you can't participate in your parallel lives because it is an offshoot of what you're currently living. Parallel lives, like say you make, like this lifetime you make the decision to get married, and you make the decision to have three children. In a parallel life, you made the decision not to get married and not to have children. You don't participate in them. It is something that happens like like a prism refraction of energy. It allows you to experience all the things that you wish to experience by making different choices. So you get an aspect of all the different choices around the choice that you made, but you don't participate in the parallel life. You're still participating in yours and you won't really be able to connect with or participate in parallel lives until you cross over. And then the opportunity to participate in all aspects of your choices remains available. Now, we hope that this makes sense to all of you, and as we go through this, we will continue to explain the parallel lives, but, and we're glad that you're all asking questions because it is not possible to participate in them. You can be aware of them and know that it's there so that you are making different choices, but you, you do not participate in them. That is not what it was designed for.
1: Okay, our next question is coming from Steve. What or who created all that is meaning the physical universe? What or who created all that is meaning the physical universe?
0: Yes. All that is, or the physical universe, was not created by a who or what. It was pure energy that the beginning was in movement shape that energy became conscious. And as the energy became conscious through the intersection of the energy, it began to understand things and started to create the physical reality because of the collision of energy. It isn't a who or a what. It's all energy that became conscious and began to want to know more, want to expand more, and decided in that moment to create a more physical reality to participate in its expansion. Now, we realize that that's a little complicated and confusing, but that is what it is in very basic terms. We don't have the time or the ability to explain it in complete depth scientifically in this form, but what we have just said is a basic overview so that you can have some idea of what how it all happened.
1: Our next question is coming from Celine. I miscarried four babies early in my pregnancy. How will they appear to me when I meet them in
0: heaven? Well, the energy has a lot of different choices how it appears. Some of them might just be pure energy. Some of them might be they project themselves in who they would have been had they been, you know, made it through the birth process and allowed to develop. There's a thousand different ways that they can come to participate with you. But we can tell you, rest assured, you will see them again and you will participate with them again. And perhaps if there was an ability to come back into another child that you might have had, they would also do that. the, The bliss is endless, but you will see them again. But they may project themselves as who they would have been, or they might project themselves as pure energy, or they might project themselves as a small child. It depends. And each energy has the ability to make that choice, which is the beautiful part of it.
1: All right, our next question comes from Carla. If we are spirits who are here on Earth, to experience being physical, then my question is, has it always been since the beginning of time? Our history tells us that the human being evolved, so my question is, Where were we present during the evolution, or did we come in once we became homo sapiens?
0: Energy started with the most basic amoeba in participation. An amoeba is a small little cell of life. That's how it started. And soulful energy did begin to come into an amoeba to sort of get their balance, get their feet wet. Yes, humans did develop over time, but there was soulful energy coming in during that whole process to experience it. And no one waited until everything was perfect and you were homo sapiens. They all started from the beginning, which was an amoeba. And from there, it progressed out and became what all of you are participating in right now. And the human body is a wonderful thing. It evolves, it grows, it becomes more, it If you treat it right, it'll get even better. Um, It is an opportunity to incarnate, and everyone needs to understand that. But even coming in as an amoeba was an experience. Trust us. And we know a lot of you are smirking and laughing right now, but that is the truth. So think about it, and we think it'll broaden your horizons just a bit.
1: Okay, that was our last question, Veronica. If you want to take a break and come back and give the message to the world, that would be great.
0: All right.
1: Okay. Well, thank you, everyone. Uh, Again, you know, I'm I'm like a parrot. I repeat myself, great questions again. And, you know, write in to innerwhispersradio.com Don't be shy. And there is no question that would be silly or Veronica would not answer. Are you there, Veronica?
0: Yes, we are. Okay. Well, here we are again this week having a conversation with all of you. We're probably going to repeat ourselves a little bit today, but we think it is necessary. It's time for all of you to eliminate the negativity in your life. Now, that can include negative people, negative events, negative jobs, you know, all the negativity that can pile up and make you all feel a little off-center. We think it's important at this time in your culture to go internal, go to your soul, go to the core of who you are as an energy and soul. Reside there. Make your decisions from there. And your soulful decisions sometimes can be a little different than your ego-based linear decisions. And we think it's all very important right now for all of you to consider that, that linear decisions, soulful decisions, there's a, there's a, a big gap between the two. Decide that you're going to move into the positive arena, no matter what is occurring. Because if all of you tend to slide into the negativity, then evil wins. What you have to do is decide to be positive and connected to your soul as much as you possibly can be, especially in times of difficulty. And you are in difficult times. Go internal. Use your soul to comfort you. Use your soul to help you make decisions that are proper. Not a reactive decision, but a full force, positive, active decision. Because if you make decisions from a reaction, especially if something negative hits you and you react to it, those aren't good decisions. You need to make all of your decisions starting here and now from a positive arena so that your life will go according to your plan and not someone else's. It's time to do that. So... When you wake up in the morning, nurture your soul. Spend some time, not just with yourself, but with your soul. And see where it leads you. All of you need that support. All of you need that positiveness. All of you need the ability to feel comfortable in your own skin while you're incarnate here. And we realize it's been difficult. So take a deep breath and decide that you're going to strengthen your relationship with your soul it's really the only option that you have at this time so take it
1: all right thank you veronica that was a beautiful message and i want to thank everyone for listening to the show today we'll be back with you next week with more questions until then have a good weekend bye-bye